I told you in part one that Orlando, Orlando has more lakes per square mile than almost any other city in the country. You want to live on one like I do? Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Lifestyle Podcast, where we explore the intersection of Orlando real estate and your best life. I'm Phil Cruz, here to help you make the most out of your journey in the city beautiful. Today's topic is the second part in my series on how to buy a lake house in Orlando. For this episode, we'll focus on understanding various lake attributes to consider when selecting your home or land, and the pros and cons of building your lake home versus buying one already completed. But first, I'm a real estate agent, and one of my main sources, one of my main lead sources are listeners like you. Hit me up via DM on social media, at Phil Cruz, it's Cruz with a K. And if you are a friend or looking to sell or buy a home, give me a shout. Or just shoot me a text. My cell number is in the episode description of either Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you're listening to this at. I live on a lake near downtown Orlando. I'm a real estate agent and a property developer. I know a thing or two about how to buy a lake home and or how to buy a lakefront property to build a custom home on, like I did. How do you achieve this goal? First, understand that lakefront property is more expensive than non-lakefront. I know it sounds obvious. Even though Orlando has tons of lakes, there is still only so much waterfront property to go around. All things being equal, if you put the very same house on a piece of lakefront property, especially on a nice big chain of lakes, like the Conway chain, the Winter Park chain or the Butler chain, Isleworth, you can expect the price of the same home to be hundreds of thousands of dollars more, if not millions more. And as always, when buying a home that someone else has lived in, you have to live with what you get with that home, more or less. Especially if lakefront living is a priority for you, you may need to make some big concessions with the home that you choose, like not getting a pool right out of the gate or living with a quirky floor plan. One way to avoid paying such high prices is to buy a home in major need of renovations or better yet, one that you can knock down and build on your own. Then you could build wherever you want, according to your budget, obviously. <laughs> of course, you can buy lakefront land without a home on it to demolish. But as of this recording, there are only 28 pieces of land listed for sale within a five mile radius of downtown Orlando. That includes the Conway and Winter Park chains, as well as parts of the Butler chain and hundreds of other lakes. We got a lot of lakes here in Orlando people. <laughs> so I suggest targeting old dilapidated homes to knock down, renovate, or you know, sort of do a hybrid. Keep the foundation of the, of the home and some of the walls into a major addition. This could be a big time money, and time saver. Now look, this episode is not the one to discuss the construction to permanent loan process, special type of loan, or the ins and outs of permitting and how it differs for a home you completely demolish versus one that you are renovating or doing in addition to, like adding a second story to or extending the back. So many different options. <clears throat> but of course, I am a real estate agent. So DM me or get my cell and hit me up with any questions you may have. 
I'm here to help you sell your current home and or buy a new one, even if it's not on a lake. Put my experience to work for you. Okay. So I will tell you some of the specifics about building on a lakefront property as they compare to building on a regular piece of land. There are two big ones I want to focus on. One, and this was a big surprise for me and my wife when we built our lakefront home. My wife is basically a semi-pro volleyball player and promising a volleyball court to her was one of the main reasons I could convince her to agree to buy the lakefront land we eventually built on. I know, married life, right? The municipality, like here in Orange County, is going to require you to build a large berm or a hill with essentially a ditch running across the whole back line of your property. Yes, between your house and the lake in the horizontal dimension parallel to the shorefront. This is an environmental requirement to capture rainwater as it cascades down your property and allow it time to percolate into the soil, thus not contaminating the lake with fertilizer and other pollutants. Sounds good, but nobody wants a long hill and a ditch in their backyard. Trust me, there are some creative solutions. So again, hit me up with a DM or text if you want to talk about those solutions. Similarly, clearing your lake shore of vegetation can be a big challenge, again, for environmental reasons. You do this typically to enhance your view and the usability of your shore. I have creative solutions and contacts for that as well. Second point I want to share is specifically about building new construction on a lake. But first, hook a brother up and subscribe to my podcast. And while you're there, leave a quick five-star review. It takes just 10 seconds. And hit the little symbol of the square with the arrow pointing up and share my podcast with your best friend or your mom. Come on, hook me up. Now, many, if not most, of the homes on lakes in greater Orlando are on septic systems, not sewer. If you knock down the existing home to build a new one, the municipality will make you redo the septic system, put a new septic system in, dig up the old one, put a new one in. No big deal, right? It's cost of construction. Well, in Orange County, you need at least one acre of land to be allowed to build a home with a septic system next to a lake. If it's three quarters of an acre, and you got to have a septic system or you're in trouble. Luckily for you, you have me as a resource again. There are creative solutions you can entertain to work around this requirement. The biggest one being applying for variance with the county and upgrading to a specialized aerobic septic system. Again, the details are for a different podcast, but know that you can put my property development expertise to work for you when selling and buying your next home and or assessing the lakefront opportunity that you have relative to new construction and renovations. The last point I'll hit on is about your potential desire to have a sunset or a sunrise view. One of the key requirements I had when searching for my lakefront property was that it had to have a sunset view. Now, I was able to achieve that, but it did come with some unforeseen outcomes. The big one being, the sun is freaking hot, man. <laughs> Especially in the summertime. And with a sunset view comes the Western exposure to the sun. 
blast in your backyard with heat from noon to 8 p.m. in the summer. Also, most lakefront homes have tons of windows facing the lake and a wide footprint parallel to the shoreline. As you can imagine, this means the western sun pouring into your living room, your kitchen, your bedrooms, heat up your house, heating up your house, and forcing you to wear sunglasses inside. Yes, I've done it. You'll need to consider shade solutions, like keeping some trees that you thought you were going to take down, high-end window treatments, an extra extended patio that sticks out way far off the back to block the sun from the first floor windows, and even electronic or automatic sunshades and pergola, pergolas right out in the backyard so you guys can sit in the backyard and not get cooked alive. Of course, you don't have the same issues with the sunrise view. Your only sunrise issue is your home potentially being flooded with light when you and the kids are still trying to sleep. Rewind this episode <laughs> to pick out some of the shade solutions I gave you for this problem and apply them to your front yard. First world problems, I know, right? Living your best Orlando lifestyle may one day include living on a beautiful lake and just know I have your back when it's time. And for other Orlando real estate and lifestyle tips, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at underscore Phil Cruz, that's Cruz with a K. And come on, just take two seconds to like my podcast and share the link with your friends. And always know, your best life in Orlando is within reach. Keep embracing every moment. Cheers.